Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Uh, you know, it, that's uh, kind of hard to put my finger on today. I just kind of, uh, I, I guess the jury's still out on how I am today. Really? Yeah, you just say, I, I'm not quite sure. You're yeah. not sure, huh? Yeah. It, it could go either way. Could go either way. Or it could go various ways. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the future is completely unpredictable at this point. So, you know, my personal future. Our fate is what we make it, I think, is what from Terminator. Is that is that from Terminator? Not, well, apropos, I guess. You know, not really, though. <laughs> yeah. We're all just hamsters on wheels, man. So it's, you know, it's not what we make it. Oh, it's not? Yeah, no, no. We're just all running in circles, uh, you know, entertaining our uh, our 13-year-old gamer overlords. Yeah. Our 13-year-old gamer overlords? In this grand simulation of ours. Yeah, yeah. You're big on the simulation thing. Uh, yeah, you said, no, I, I like to. Uh, you I know, honestly, like I don't know if up. I am or not. <laughs> oh. I don't know if I, I. I don't know at this point whether I'm just completely full of shit and just it's it's fun to think about, or if I actually believe that. So, I, it's probably somewhere in the middle. I yeah. would like to see the uh, the simulation get blown up this week. Um, well, that would kind of be bad because then we would cease to exist. Yeah, I know, but like yeah. I was willing to take the risk. Really. You never have one of those weeks where you just fucking hate humanity? Um, all of them, yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of, in a way. Like, I, I, just, I have a love-hate relationship with humanity, but you're hating humanity this I week, was, huh? I was not feeling the love for humanity this week. Oh, is that my fucking... Oh, Jesus, that looks stupid. What, what's going on? Oh, I, we don't hear, hear it? We, no, we don't hear anything on it. No, no. So, you're just... Uh, oh. Now I'm just ruining. Now it. you're just confusing me and our listeners simultaneously. Yes. Well, yeah. the the the, uh, the my computer made a noise. Oh. All right. So, and I don't know what it is specifically, but everything that everyone was doing this entire week was just pissing me off. Oh, I totally get that. Yeah. Like like in interpersonal relationships or just in the world in general. Like it was more the world in general than interpersonal okay. relationships. Uh, so was it strangers or things you're witnessing, like you know, vicariously, like things in the news or you know, things like that. It was both actually. So okay. it was it was it was individual encounters as well as with the news. Can too. you give us uh, some examples? Of yeah, that? I'm gonna give you one. I'm okay. gonna give you. One. I'm, well, I'm gonna give you a couple. But the first one I'm gonna give you is so I was heading over to. Um, to this to to have a meeting but i had enough time beforehand to where i could get um a chick-fil-a chicken sandwich okay which i do love chick-fil-a chicken sandwiches they make very good chicken sandwiches and i thought that that there's some kind of a look if you ever seen the chick-fil-a lines they're very long but they're very efficient right like i don't they get you through quick yeah yeah you're moving you're getting things done so but they have the dual line that goes to the one line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I thought that if you don't know exactly, like, if, if with that line, the line is longer, right? Which means the people that are taking your orders are further back. So it's not so direct that the, that the, which car got their order done first. So which order that they're in. Okay. So. Without that rule, you know, without that visual being there, I'm under the impression that you just alternate cars. That if you don't alternate cars and you try to just do two cars from one side or two cars from the other side, that would be rude. And so I'm in line. <laughs> okay. And the car, this car, you know, the car in the left lane goes, and then I start going after that. And this woman behind that car was being rude. And she attempted and failed by the way but attempted to get in front of me and so i got in front of her and i'm like look it alternates the line alternates 
She's like, well, what does it matter? Well, if it doesn't matter, then what do you care? Basically. And I'm like, look, don't be rude, lady. And I don't think she really totally understood what being rude meant. However, she was like, I'm not being rude. I'm like, you're really being fucking rude. So don't be fucking rude. Because I'm trying to be nicer now and not be, you know, like so mean to people. But (laughs) I guess I just am. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. So and then I think she was talking shit. Right now, I didn't really pay attention to it at that point. I got in front of her. I, I, I was, I was willing to let it all go at that point. Okay, which I did. There's no other additional part to the story, but I think she was making fun of my car or whatever. Which here's the thing: after this week in gas prices, can you really make fun of my car? Yeah, like, you still can. Well, no, you can't. Yeah, but you totally can. Okay, look, all you, all you guys that are fucking getting ten miles at a fucking gallon can fuck off because I'm sitting here fucking forty and in charge, baby. <laughs> So fuck off is what I'm saying. I'm getting fucking four O the big four O to the gallon. Nice. So you can suck it. But at any rate, well, hang on here. Here's, here's all I got to say is, is, uh, by the way, it's, it's so refreshing to have yet another, um, story about you, um, being upset in a uh, fast food drive through, uh, line, <laughs> which seems to be very, very commonplace for you. I'm there a lot. But what's actually worse than that is nothing that exciting happened to me this week. <laughs> <laughs> so your story about getting cut in a drive through line is more exciting than anything that happened to me this week. All right, so by far. Now there's no. other things I'm upset about. So let's get to the we'll get to the international <laughs> but wait, hang stuff on, too. Hang but, on a second. So, but you wanted an example. That was an example. <laughs> that that was your example of why you want to like kill all mankind and destroy reality <laughs> because someone cut in front of you in a drive-through line and you told her she was rude and she might have. You're not 100 percent sure made a disparaging remark about your tiny car. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. in, the, in, in you explaining it that way, I can understand I can understand how some people might view that as petty. I do you think? <laughs> I, I can understand but by the same, how some people would think that. But by the same token, I'm enthralled <laughs> by your story because my life has been such a basic bitch of a life <laughs> that yeah, you know, that's hold on. Was this week? Was me. this week the Pied Week? The Pie Day week? The Pie? Uh, yes, it was actually. This week was. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted that I can tell this other story yeah. too. So this week had National Pie Day, and I guess. And hang on a second. That's that's pie. Um, three fourteen, three point one four, point you know three point one four one six eight, whatever it whatever. is. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So uh, it's because of that. <clears throat> Pie, you know, a little pun. It's, it's a good day to buy pies. So, so Blaze Pizza, I guess, was giving away pizzas, right? And you had this stupid long line out in front of Blaze Pizza, which tends to happen when people give away things for free. Yes, and that was very annoying too. <laughs> so, how like, you how, cheapskate motherfuckers, man? Like seriously, you weren't planning to go to fucking Blaze Pizza to get your pizza. Now you're going to fucking sit there looking for a fucking handout about I got a fucking free Blaze Pizza pie and I'm gonna fucking just stand here like a fucking dumbass and be in everybody's fucking way. Okay, let's 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 peel this onion here. <laughs> okay, the reason that you're actually mad is because you were going to Blaze Pizza to get your free pizza pie, and you were pissed off at everyone else that beat you there. No. No, you, I know. You totally I, were. No. Then why I didn't were you even going? know why they were in line. I was going to Chick- Chipotle to go get something else for a, a Uber Eats order. Oh, okay. Okay. And they were in my way. Oh, well, all right. Now well, they caused the big fucking pain in the parking lot because of your stupid fucking free fucking pizza. It is amazing to me what people will do for free stuff. I mean, just absolutely. I feel like they waste more money to get it for free. Well, yeah, in a lot of cases. Or that they just view their time as not worth anything. I, I guess, yeah. So, But, yeah, it's it's just astounding to me what people will do to, to get something free. Here's the thing. If I was to be going to Blaze Pizza to go purchase a pizza, and I saw that line there that they were giving away pizza, right? I would leave Blaze Pizza and never eat there again. Well, that's a bit extreme. Yeah, I know. I, oh, I know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. 
I would be so angry though that my like if you want to have a separate line like here's the thing if you want your free shit you stand over here right everybody else just gets to walk in walk out place their orders and you're behind them right then I would be cool with that right but if you want to pay for it you got to stand in the fucking same stupid line as these goddamn fucking grifters <laughs> I don't know that they're grifters <laughs> probably not but that sounded like a good word to use yeah well yeah I I, I don't know man but uh, it uh, at least it essentially you know goes to our philosophy uh being a, a libertarian um uh, basically hellscape <laughs> no, not hellscape uh what is it when it's like a, a, t- a tenant a philosophy a, yeah a, 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 a principle a dogma uh, for example oh uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch that's true. Which uh, comes from uh, Robert Heinlein, I think. The uh, moon is a harsh mis- mistress. I think so. Yeah. Um, you never read. Don't even say you think so. You have no idea. You're just agreeing with me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's from that. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I my, mean, my bad for having your back. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, like, you're going to shit on me for having your back. Well, because I knew you didn't actually have my back. Yeah, but you're they didn't agree- know. The crowd, the audience <laughs> didn't know that shit. You're just agreeing with me because, you know. I'm you- trying to be nice to you, Dick. <laughs> Like, I've been mean to everybody else this whole fucking week. I'm trying to be nice to you. See what happens? This is why I don't be nice to anybody. This is why we should just destroy humanity. Exactly. Right there. Multi right cocktail th- the whole motherfucker. <laughs> I agree. I'm game. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> no, what were you going to say? I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know that it's even relevant. Uh, free what lunch. What the hell was I talking about? mistress. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. There's no such thing as a free lunch. I mean, you're... You're paying with your time and your frustration and and things like that, you know. So this, I didn't even get the fucking free lunch, and I'm fucking frustrated. Right, you know right. Like I had to pay, and I didn't even get the Benny. Right, right. And God, uh, then on top of that, you know, you, you got cut off in the Chick Fil A drive-through line. I mean, dude, I don't know how you made it through this week. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> I mean, look, those were the most obvious instances, but there was just it was other just little weird. Like little weird things that happened all week long that just started stacking up because I keep trying to tell myself to be in a good mood and to not be mean to people and like to, to, to try to tolerate other humans, which I'm having a harder and harder time every like I'm having a harder and harder time dealing with humanity all the time. I it, look, I think that one of the reasons that I actually like doing Uber Eats is is that for the most part, you're by yourself, right? You're dealing with people on a very limited basis. You know what I'm saying? But you're getting a job done and you're doing it and stuff like that. Like you're like, I do think that the solitude of it because. (laughs) All right. So a conversation happened at the house this week and they were talking about truckers. Right. And she and they asked me if I wanted to ever be a trucker. And I thought about it just that second ago. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I would like to. Yeah, that's a job I I absolutely could do. But what I said after that was, well, I'm going to have to get divorced if I get to become a trucker, though, because we be gone for weeks at a time. Right. Because I'm not going to do this daily driving bullshit. I'm going to go cross country. Yeah. I'm going to do I'm going to be a trucker. I'm going to go cross country. And the girls wouldn't have to be weeks at a time. It could be days at a time, you know, at any rate. Yeah. So but in saying that, then Kelly and Danielle were just like, well, why do you have to get divorced? I'm like, well, I'm be gone weeks at a time. And they're like, oh, yeah, but that's okay. You can do that. I'm like, no, I can't. Because I know you motherfuckers will get mad. that, And I'll hear shit all the fucking time. So I'll have to end up leaving you. You know, basically. No, you'll just have to get one of those really long extended cabs. And then they'd have to go with you. And then that would just be its own little hellscape. No, I no, no. That's, <laughs> that's not the reason you become a trucker. Right, exactly. Yeah. You don't bring everybody with you. Yeah. Especially when they don't fucking, when they're not going to drive the truck. Yeah. Like the worst part about it is, look, I could see you doing like a husband wife kind of deal if the wife drives too. Right. But if the wife don't fucking drive and neither one of them are driving a semi. I can barely get them motherfuckers to drive a big van. Right. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a semi is not going to fucking happen, by right. the way. Yeah. So at any rate, but I thought about that this week and then I thought about it a little bit more. I'm like, man, maybe I should fucking sign up and become a fucking truck, long, <laughs> long haul fucking truck driver. You know, I've thought about it myself. Never, I, never seriously, the, but, you know, I, I could certainly see myself doing that. You know, but then again, I, I think the ideal job is to be a carnival barker. You know, that's like my dream job. What? Uh, yeah, just like travel around. Okay, hold on. So I'm gonna travel- ask the stupid question. What? What the fuck is a carnival barker? Uh, like the guy who at the sideshow gets you to come into the tents. You know, not much call for it these days. You know, but like, uh, I remember being like, 
I'm not even sure how old I was. I must have been like seven or eight going to Ringling Brothers Circus back in the day when they still had the freak shows and the sideshows and everything uh, before, you know, the political correctness of all that, you know. Killed those killed that job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and destroyed all those, those fucking, people's careers. Yeah. yeah. You're one of those fucking freaks that was making bank fucking being a freak. Oh, yeah. Now you got to go to OnlyFans and do midget porn. <laughs> exactly. But I, I want to be the guy out front of the tent you know, wearing the the striped suit and the uh, the boater hat, and, yeah, and uh, you know, calling people in with like a, a either a, a you know like a, a deep and and uh, ominous voice, especially into the like the scarier ones, you know, the ones that you know you're not sure what you're going to see when you get inside. Those type, you yeah, know, yeah, I got you. Everything alive, everything inside is alive, 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 alive. Come in now, you know that sort of thing. So uh, I got you. And then the, the thing is, is you're in town for a couple of days. You pack up. You know, it's like you're you're camping half the time. You know, just and just traveling uh, forever. No life, one life of a carny. No, no one needs to know your your name. You know that sort of thing. And you, you work that in cash. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like you know. <laughs> that is nice. If if I ever go missing, uh, don't look for me in the carnivals. Because I won't be there, I promise. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I won't yeah, do that. Yeah, but that's that's always been my. And like, you'll still vacation in Florida. I think everybody has that little back of their mind. Well, I don't know if everybody does, but I always have had that like the escape uh, type fantasy in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah, I you know you. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like and if that's you, always, if you were if, if if look if everybody that you know died in like a tragic boating accident, and you were all by yourself, what would you go and do? Oh well, no, it's not even that. Or <laughs> it's like you just if leave I everybody? get sick of all these fucking people, <laughs> oh, okay, and I never want any of them to find me. I got you. <laughs> what would I do? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. So it's more like that. More of world. an escape. That yeah. Way. I got you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you could have off them off with like a fork or something. But so I. Uh, well, no, I don't want to kill them. You know, I still love them. I just, you know, be like, I'm. I'm Okay, a runcible spoon. <laughs> but I, you know, I've told my wife this the whole time. She thinks that's just absolutely insane. Yeah. So she is at least one. And I'm like, you never had that kind of fantasy. She's like, nope, not even remotely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I guess some people Feel don't like have that. Out a yeah, bit. exactly. I, I think that there are some people out there that don't have that. Well, I'm just going to hop on this train and see where it goes. You know what my dad wanted to be, by the way? A hobo? No. Oh, OK. A park ranger. Uh, that's a good one. It's a little more fixed, though. But I'm saying is it like that's more like all by yourself out there. Oh, though. I thought about doing that. That would be like a, another dream job for me. Yeah, you know, like a park ranger. Oh yeah, like in the middle of a national forest. Like or a big shit. one though. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you probably go days without seeing another human. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And if you are called upon, it's to go look for some dumbass who fell down a ravine or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that, no, I got that, you there. W- that would kind of be the uh, the park ranger. Uh, um, you know, that would be nice. I, I actually. Uh, I kind of uh, feel like I'd go Kevin Costner <laughs> dances with wolves kind of thing. Though. I know a kid. One of my neighbors uh, is uh, a park ranger. So for a, a local state park. Oh really? Yeah, ah, the, pussy. That's that's a pretty cool job though. You know, uh, not too bad. But yeah, it's uh, it's that's not as good as you know, uh, truck driver. You know, and even that's a little too structured. You know, I'm thinking all of my escape fantasies deal with completely changing my identity too. I got you. You know, just Adrian Wiley ceases to exist. Are you, you gonna know? keep the beard though? I you know I, whatever would work the best to disguise me. Actually, you know what would work best is if you braided the beard. It could be, yeah. Go with like a, a pirate look, you know. Yeah, a, yeah. That 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 could like work. hang little things off of it, little beads and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can go fucking black beard and have like fucking smoke coming out of it. I'm not quite sure how to pull that off, but uh, um, like you put incense and stuff and you burn it. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea because uh, you know beard hair. No, it'll work. Is it'll a work. little flammable. No, no it'll work. Yeah, so it'll absolutely work. Uh, so uh, anyway, what's uh, what's going on in the news? All right, so let's start with the most important story of the week, by the way. Of by far, yeah. globally, the most important story of the week. Tom Brady <laughs> decides to not retire. Must have been home for a little while and said, fuck this shit, I'm going back to work. You know, I had a strong suspicion this was going to happen. Uh, just because he did not... It, there were no indications that this guy wanted to actually retire. He was just doing it for his wife and his kids, you know. And... Uh, I, you just, I don't think that at his level of competitiveness, you can do that, you know? I mean, let me ask you a question, though. Hmm. How much does this actually help the Buccaneers? A lot. A ton, right? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's got to only have one more year left in him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Well, he's only got one year left on his contract. See, that was the thing. He actually signed a three-year contract. Yeah. Um, or he had a, a like a, a one-year option after the first two years or something. But th- he was still Under contractually contract. yeah. obligated to the Buccaneers. Um, and so, uh, it, I thought it was strange that he would retire at that point anyway now it would make more sense to him retire after next season but again i think he, we're going to go through this whole process i don't think that tom brady is going to stop playing football until he can't play football at a top level anymore i got you and the way it's going i don't see that that's happening anytime soon you know considering that he's like still <laughs> leading the league in pretty much every category at his position you know he's still the best you know arguably one of the top three quarterbacks in the league right now right now yeah so uh and you could make the argument that he is the best quarterback in the league yeah just uh, you know on on stats alone most touchdowns most yards passing most most completions you know how do you argue with that so uh yeah it's i don't think that uh, he really wants to retire and he's under so much pressure i think from his his personal life from his family uh that it's a it's a tough challenge for him yeah yeah, I would think so. I yeah. mean, when I heard that, though, I thought, wow, you know, that means the Bucks get another year of, you think they can win the Super Bowl next year? I think there's a strong par- probability, and they're already putting together the pieces of the puzzle that they were missing. Uh, like, for example, they're really focusing on the offensive line. Um, they just uh, signed an offensive uh, lineman uh, from the uh, Patriots, by the way, uh, Shaq Mason, uh, who uh, has you know worked with Brady for seven years, so... There's a, a, a strong comfort level there. Very good offensive lineman. Uh, they just signed uh, Russell Gage, a wide receiver, very good wide receiver from the Falcons, uh, basically to fill the gap uh, for the number three receiver uh, that uh, you know Antonio Brown walked out on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're putting together the pieces. That re- re-signed uh, Ryan Jensen, which was critical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think, uh, and they just signed another cornerback too. So there's a there's a lot of moving pieces in the background that are. You know, speak to keeping together a Super Bowl caliber team at least. Yeah. You know, so it's a, they definitely got another shot to to be a real contender for it this season. Nice. Yeah. And not so. everybody had to jump off the bandwagon. And you know what? Anybody that was about to jump off the bandwagon actually was able to jump right back on, and nobody knew any different. Right. Right. So yeah. good for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't get to find out who, who the, the Brady bandwagon fans were. Yeah. You know, we, we won't for a little while. Another so, year. Yeah. At least, at least, an, at least, at least another, another year. year. So I mean, I hope, he, I hope he wins the Super Bowl because Tampa Bay's a nicer place when the Bucks are winning football games. Uh, yeah, that is true. That that's the only, true. And that's the only reason. I don't <laughs> I give mean, a fuck. There that's is, the only reason. When, when, when the Bucks are winning and the Lightning are winning, there is so much brotherly love going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. there. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's like Philly on a good day. You know, it's one of the reasons that during COVID, actually, Tampa Bay's been a nicer place because all their football, all their sports teams win. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I don't it, know what it, that's it, all about. It, it's worked out exceptionally well. So now here's the thing. If you go and party, though, sometimes... You know, you want to stay away from those uh, exotic twenty-one-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, this. There's a couple of stories that we got to get into, and, and we'll we'll just hit them here first. But a couple of very strange things happened this week, and the first was that a woman uh, picks up a date uh, from an online dating service, uh, takes him to a hotel room, blindfolds him, and stabs him in the neck. Okay. Well, the guy doesn't die. He runs out. He escapes and. But it turns out that this young woman is, it was hard to say whether she was an Iranian national or just of Iranian descent, but she actually attacked this guy and tried to kill this guy as uh, revenge for the uh, killing of uh, Soleimani, Soleimani, the the colonel that uh, we hit with a drone strike a couple years ago. Um, so, yeah, and, and again, in the article, it didn't say whether this guy had some connection to it or just some random dude, like she's just going to kill some random guy to as, as payback because he was an American or something. Yeah, this one you just know. seems... <coughs> this one seems as if there's some context that's missing on purpose. Well, and it could be the context that's missing on purpose is they didn't name the victim, so the fact that they didn't name the victim or uh, give any indication of who he was might <laughs> indicate that he is was somehow involved in either 
the military or the you know intelligence community or something like that so because she did apparently target this guy specifically so it's it's interesting that you know considering this was like a, a hit like an assassination attempt and another story is that a uh, former Tiananmen Square protester uh, was uh, also uh, stabbed and killed in his New York office. He was an attorney, and he would help uh, Chinese uh, dissidents because he himself was a Chinese dissident that uh, uh, fled to the U.S. and set up a law practice here and everything. And he was actually stabbed this week in his office. And I can't pull up the story because my Internet's doing a weird thing again. Uh, yeah, a, dis- a, a dissent legal scholar who was jailed for two years in China after participating in the 1989 Tiananmen Square pro-democracy movement was killed Monday in his law firm's office in New York where he had settled um, after seeking asylum in the U.S. police said. Uh, Li Jing, 66, was sad to death in the city where he had long worked as an immigration lawyer even as he continued to advocate publicly for the many jailed people jailed or killed by Chinese authorities during the nation's nation's democracy movement. His arrest was made an arrest was made in his killing. Police say Zhang Zhang 25 was taken into custody and faces a murder charge. It wasn't immediately clear whether she would be arraigned or if she had uh, a a retained an attorney. Now here's the interesting thing. So this week we have two stories of uh, women killing men uh, for apparently politically motivated reasons. And, uh, you know, it makes me wonder if these are just isolated incidents uh, of, you know, crazy people acting out on their own behalf, or if this is a uh, bigger move towards female assassins, state-sponsored female assassins. You know, I mean, it's, it would be interesting to find out whether this Iranian woman was in any way connected to the Iranian government or any type of you know terrorist organization or anything like that. Is she part of some cell or something like that? Uh, same with this uh, you know Chinese uh, uh, person that killed the uh, the attorney. Uh, was she in any way connected to the Chinese government? Was this any way uh, you know some type of retaliation? It, it's I don't think you can immediately discount those things. You know? Yeah, I guess are not. We, are we looking at some type kinda of... You're kind of going down the hole I am in, a in little a way bit. I am. I'm making some assumptions here, but it, it's... You're making a lot of assumptions. Not necessarily, because these programs have, you know, like, look at the Red Sparrow program, uh, you know, the, the Soviets had. They would train women uh, to uh, essentially, you know, do the Mata Hari thing, you know, um, in, entice men. You're just, get make, them to, you're just trying to recreate Marvel movies now is what it is. Uh, no, these are all real things. I mean, they're based on, on truth. Just like, you know, it, all Marvel is, is based on truth. You know that. Um, just like wrestling. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Hey, it, wrestling's real, motherfucker. Okay, all right. Don't get that. Fu- don't hey, get, don't get twisted. Hey, hang on a second. Like, you, don't just use your offhand comments of trying to Wait fucking not say that fucking wrestling ain't fucking real. By I, the way, I gotta say, I I watched the uh, uh, speaking of both wrestling and superheroes. I watched the Peacemaker series on HBO Max. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh God. Well, it's 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 uh, John Cena. Uh, John Cena. 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 Um, you know, I always get that wrong, and I don't know why. Because you, you've I been can, fucking up names all I can, morning. I can hear it in my head. It's like John Cena. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was awesome. By the way, he was very, good in that. Very highly entertaining, hysterical show. Okay. I, I, I laughed uh, quite a bit. So that's that's a good one. That's a one of the the um, good superhero ones out there. There you go. But uh, anyway, where the fuck was I going with this? Female political assassins. Oh yeah, I think it's real, man. I think it's real. Yeah, I think these thing. are. I think these are state-sponsored assassins, and I think that's what we need more of in the world. Well, I think if they're going to train them, they should have sex with the Johns first. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, at least uh, give them one for the road. Let, you know, let them. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I think what it should do is, I think before you kill them, you should allow them to come, right, and then kill them at that moment. At the moment, yeah, five seconds after the moment. Okay, like give give them a couple seconds to enjoy it. Yeah, and then. Like like a samurai so like warrior. So like ooh, honey, it's really sensitive right chop now. Chop their head off in that face. <laughs> like, uh, chop them right there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah yeah. It, 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 you know, one of the ways I hope I go out. What is to be decapitated by right. an Asian assassin? Uh, you know, post coming. Uh, rather than the Asian, I'll take the Iranian. 
Yeah. You'd rather go Iranian. I'd rather that. go. Yeah. I, I think in that context, I'd rather go Middle do you Eastern. Have a, do you have a? And I want her to have hairy armpits. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ooh, ah. I'm going with that. I gotta tell you, man, I do not like women with hairy armpits. At you all. know, I, I that scares me like it scares you with little cars. I didn't before I many many years ago before I met my wife. I dated a Lebanese girl and uh, and she got oh she was militant too, you know militant like you know I'm pretty sure that she was just waiting for a phone call to activate, uh, but still, man, that, it was pretty hot, pretty hot with the hairy pits, so. Anyway, <laughs> I'm probably going to get a visit from Homeland Security after uh, saying that. But that was that was many many moons ago, and I don't even remember her name. Harry Pitts. Though, yeah, huh? yeah, and it was a it was a good thing. Yeah. So I mean, did she use them on you or something? Well, not per se, but you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like how did they come into play? Like it was just. What What, what do you mean? So I guess like if you were on top of her and you would put her arms above your arms that you're, well, I mean, would your hairs like mesh together or something? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not like we were in the, the avatar tree of life shit here, man. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's, how cool would that be if that was the case? Then? That would actually have been cool, but it, that was not the case. I just, I, I found it oddly attractive in hold that on, scenario. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Let me but ask a lot some, of European women don't shave their I got pets you, either. But let me ask some questions here real quick though. Huh. So. Was the downstairs like super hairy, or did she trim that? Uh, you know, this was probably still late eighties. So like it was a fro so, down there. Yeah, every, every, everybody had uh, you know it was bush. Yeah, it was, it, the the bush territory. At best, like you were fighting Jacques Cousteau to get in. At that best, you had landing strip going on. You know, but usually, uh, pretty much in those days, everyone was you know full on big bush. Yeah, yeah, you know. like combing that shit out and throwing it. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> like yeah, you know. yeah. You, At the end of the day, they have a bulge bigger than you. You got to get in there with a machete, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, you got to so. you got to bring some. But that was you got to bring some equipment. Bring some equipment if you're going to do some. Business. That was commonplace. I mean, people don't realize that you know <laughs> that that was just the way things were back then. Yeah, you know, so nobody was uh, landscaping. No. no, yeah, you didn't didn't really get to to see the goods. You know, so you know, one place that you could see the goods right now is actually in Florida during spring break. Oh yes, yeah, a lot of that going on. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's like uh, from what I hear uh, in the media, at least, it's uh, full on girls gone wild down there. I, it looks like it's happening. That yeah, way. yeah. So road trip. Uh, <laughs> it, it would be nice. Going to do a roadie after the show? We'll do a roadie down over to the Spring Break area. Do we need beads or something? Uh, Is that? I, I don't think no, that's the currency. I, think, so. I think you just have to, you know, just be there type of thing. I mean, I got to tell you though, like if you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. The reason I even put this story in there was had more to do with the fact of like spring break descends on South Florida beaches without COVID restrictions. Oh, right. Of course. Like, so their whole big thing is, well, now they're not going to have COVID restrictions. So all these kids who had very little chance of fucking dying from this fucking disease anyway are now going to get around and do things that will that were probably more dangerous than COVID itself. Right. Right. But in looking at the pictures, though. I got to tell you, though, it's definitely definitely some good-looking fucking honeys right there. And there's a whole oh, lot. Oh, he must work out. <laughs> Ooh, he must work out. <laughs> that might be the gayest thing I've ever heard that you was, say. That was incredibly gay. <laughs> Just the way you said that. That's incredibly gay. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, man, it seems like all the girls are wearing thongs now. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like an old man. Like, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, you're, and I am as well. We're pretty much uh, dirty old men at this point. You know, what are you going to do? But I remember. What do you think your odds are of hooking up down there? Oh, mine? Like, let's just say, you know, there's no restrictions on you. You're okay, not married. So, so let's say, yeah, I'm single or complete hall pass yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you're single and you're ready yeah. to mingle. Yeah, because seriously, as a married man, there's zero chance that I'm going to go down there and hook up with some, you know. Yeah. But I think um, if I would have to say that if I had – it's spring break, though. That's the thing. It. I don't think it's spring break I, I would have much of a shot. You know, there's just too much going on there. Now – um, would I have a shot with some of those girls in a different context? Yeah, maybe if I had my A game. But you're thinking spring break, though. I think spring break, no way. You're not going to compete with, you know, those hard body 20-year-olds, you know. Yeah. It just, it's it's not the right venue for that. Okay. So so in that, yeah, in that situation, you're just there to, to you know, view the scenery, essentially. Yeah. Because yeah, you, what do you think your odds are? Oh, slim to none. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just. It's, I don't think I could. I don't think I. I don't think I could pull enough game to. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. We I mean, maybe I might be able to get like we a, go down there. We're somebody's dad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're oh, probably more afraid of like, oh, and I'm not that. You know, are you here with your kids? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Are you a chaperone? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you a sociologist? So yeah, there, there's just no prayer. We have to be realistic about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's another story I wanted to get to that I really wanted your perspective on. Actually. Okay. All right. So I wanted to get your opinion on the matter just to see if if I'm. So, Pasco County. Water beads have been in the news a lot lately, but not for the reasons many would think. There's a trend going around on social media called the Orbeez Challenge, which encourages kids to shoot strangers with the Orbeez water beads using realistic-looking modified water or BB guns. Okay, I, I don't know anything about this. What is an Orbeez? What, what is that? It's like a, a, you know, like, a, like a water gun thingy. I just explained it. Okay, so it, it shoots... Is it a squirt gun or does it shoot BBs? It shoots like water BBs, though. So, like paintballs with water in them. Let's see about here. Let's like I, I don't really. That doesn't make any sense to me. All right. So Orbeez is a, it's a, it's a. They're balls that are filled with water, like little tiny balls, like that. Okay. All right. Filled with water, so they're like little gel balls. I, okay, I, now I now I kind of understand. And they hurt a little bit, but not they're not too bad though. Okay, and so the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, along with many other law enforcement agencies, warned people of the trend and against people from participating in it. While this is not illegal, it's important to participate in this activity responsibly to ensure safety for everyone in the community. Pasco County Sheriff said in a tweet, "While the water beads are soft." They are the same size and shape as airsoft BBs and are not intended to be shot from a gun. The water beads are more than capable of causing injury, especially in a sensitive area like eyes, authorities said. A boy from Peachtree City, Georgia, was shot by a group of teenagers in Tuesday and suffered bruises on his face and ribs. The Peachtree Police Department said that they would pursue criminal charges against anyone caught shooting water beads. In some cases, it could result in felony charges and parents could also be liable for this as well. So... My question for you was this. And and what Pastor County was saying is like ensure that the BBs aren't uh BB guns aren't painted dark colors and avoid participating during dusk or nighttime the you know Pasco County said. They go we urge our citizens to participate in this trend responsibly and also share this information to apprise the community about it. Pasco County there he said. Okay. So what they didn't say though there was that you can't do it. Right. But what they did was offer basically advice. And I got to tell you, I kind of don't have a problem with this one. Oh, really? You, you, I think you miss the underlying threat behind that advice. Because the advice is, we're going to think you're you know, a bad guy and we're going to shoot you. That was why they advised not using dark color weapons, uh, not doing it at night, that sort of thing. Because... Hey, we might shoot you. That was the the implied threat. Um, here's the thing: if if you are shooting someone without consent, a stranger for no reason that gave no consent to be involved in this in any way, yeah, that's it's a crime. It's it's a minor crime, you know, because really you got hit with a water BB. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, if that person did not consent to that, yeah, that's a crime. However, that's really not what's going on here and anyone who's saying that you know this is uh, i got bruised ribs and you know oh just shut the fuck up i mean when we were kids we used to go out and shoot each other with like pellet guns bb guns uh bottle rockets uh made trip wires with explosives i mean we (laughs) it's like we were in southeast asia seriously we we would go out for fun and there were a lot of cases where someone would have to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was like, all right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> but you're I, mad at the cops but, for this one for bringing it up. I, I'm here's what I'm uh, what irritates me is the veiled threat behind it. Um, you know, it, because it um, here's the quote. Ensure that water or BB guns aren't painted dark colors and avoid participating during dusk or nighttime. Um, so that's that's what they're saying. That means not to wear dark colored clothing or trespass when taking part and not to aim at people, animals, or other people's property. All right, that's fair advice. But the underlying threat there is is because we'll shoot you. 
you know. Okay, hold on. Let me ask a question real quick, though. Right. Is it because we'll shoot you or is it because you'll get shot? Because there's a difference. We'll shoot I, you. I think, yeah. Is I, the cop shooting you? Yes. You'll get shot is that you do this to the wrong person in Pasco County and somebody might fucking shoot you. Well, you know, that, that's part, that, that could be true, but I, I think it's probably the implication is both. Um, but, you know, the bottom line is, is again, growing up, we did it. My kids all did it. You know, it was not uncommon to see groups of kids all carrying weapons that looked extremely realistic because they were doing airsoft, shooting each other with airsoft throughout the neighborhood, going out to the woods and doing it. You know, so it's like, I don't know. It just seems like this should be part of normal childhood in my world. And the fact that it has to become a police matter and all that, it's just, it, it's stupid to me. You know, it, it shows how how we keep drifting more towards this police state. You know, again, it's a, it's a mild kind of case of that, but that's that's my my gut reaction yeah, to it. Okay, look, maybe it's because I have such a low bar for what I think of the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, right? That when I saw this, I actually was like, oh. I feel better about well, the way you said it. Honestly, considering it's the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, which is just a totalitarian gang of thugs. Minority report, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, totally. Without question. Um, that, yeah, for for them to say this is like, wow, that's really... Well, restrained. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, again, that's what I thought. But the bar is so low with them that this is still not a good thing, as okay. far as I'm concerned. All right. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Was that the take you were expecting on that? Mm, I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know either way. Yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes you can go away that that. that I, sometimes you go down an avenue that I don't think about. Right. Which is kind of why I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Because I kind of was like, well, maybe you have a perspective that has a like just a different take on it than I would that I would have. Yeah. And ask me next week. I'll have a totally different take anyway. Well, maybe. maybe <laughs> so. Now, hold on. The next thing is this is I like when I see tests of the free market like this. Okay. And I think that we're about to see. A huge test of the free market right now of individuals. Okay. Starbucks plans to phase out paper cups in the U.S. and Canada. Okay. What are they going to use instead? Hold on. Get those to-go mugs ready again because your next Starbucks coffee could come with a side of sustainability. By the and it's NPR, so which, that's why you're. It's going to be so shitty. Right. By the end of next year, Starbucks customers in the U.S. and Canada will be able to use a personal reusable cup. For their drinks, the company announced Tuesday. The change will apply to drinks ordered in the cafe, at the drive-thru, and mobile orders. So, are they saying you have to bring your own cup? No. Okay. In, in, by the end of the year, they will be able to use it. So, we have a long-term sustainability ambition and ambitious goals for 2030, Starbucks President and CVO, CEO Kevin Johnson said in a statement. Johnson is stepping down as CEO, former Starbucks leader Howard Schultz is returning as interim chief. Starbucks partners around the world are passionate about protecting our planet and are at the very center of driving the innovation that enables us to give more than we take from the planet, Johnson says. Uh, Starbucks announced a goal in 2020 to reduce waste by 50% by 2030. The company says by 2025, it wants to create a cultural movement towards using re re uh, reusables by giving customers easy access to personal or Starbucks-provided reusable to-go cups for every visit. Hmm. So, wow. I, I got to say, uh, Starbucks, really, that's pretty innovative. Um, you know, considering that you could do that at a 7-Eleven since 1980-fucking-five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, really? So you're saying that... <laughs> and again... <laughs> so the fact... Here's what should be the story. For 30 years, Starbucks has prevented you from bringing in your own cup. Yeah. That should be the story. So now they're saying, hey, if you want to go in there and fill your travel mug, you can. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're saving the planet. Well, no, no, no. Fuck, you know, Here's the thing. Fuck the media. Here's the thing. <laughs> fuck the media. Fuck the corporations. Fuck all you marketing people out there on fucking Twitter. That's really the story. They finally let you do what half the people would have wanted to do anyway. Because you want to know how many people take that paper cup and pour it into their travel mug when they get in the car? Who's? A shitload of them. <laughs> so the fact that you're finally allowing people to do what they wanted to do anyway makes you just stewards of the environment. Well, hold on. I got some questions for you, though. Real <laughs> OK, quick. go ahead. So the first question I have is, so let's say you want to use your mug. Right. 
how are you going to do it through the drive-thru? You hand them the mug. But you've already ordered, like, okay, so you're just, it's going to take so much longer to get your stuff now then. Oh, probably, yeah. Like, yeah. if you're going to use your mug, you should bring your mug in. Right. Like, you should just come in to bring your mug in. Well, either way. I mean. Because you know what's going to happen. Like is, I said, you could do that in any convenience store forever. Thing. You know what's going to happen, though, right? What? Is that it's going to be such a backup that they're going to make them in the fucking plastic or in their regular paper cups. Right. And then pour them into your fucking thing. Probably. Yeah. And then throw the cup away. And then throw the cup away. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll come up with some, you know, intermediate solution to that. But it's also going to, uh, you know, be <laughs> it, it's going to be a weird scenario because you got to imagine that there's some people that are going to just hand them these nasty ass cups and then they're probably going to have to wash them or they're going to have to fill it in with like the, the smegma at the bottom from the last time. They, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Gonna be, there, so there's going to be a whole lot of, of stuff that it's. Here's the thing. If you go in with your own travel mug and you pour your own cup, that's on you, you know. But once you hand your travel mug to the uh, barista, yeah. now it's like they have to kind of take responsibility to what they're serving you back in it. Yeah. Now, so they're going to have to go wash the mug for you or something like that. Hey, look, it's it's just it's all stupid. It's all now, it's all. Just okay, stupid. so here's the thing. So you know how I do. I you know every Friday night, me and my brother in law hang out, right? Right. So and I don't know if I've told this part of the story or I haven't told this part of the story. I probably have. Right. But I go and pick up a growler, a sixty four ounce growler from Craft Life Brewing. Right. Of the uh, Mountain Cove Red or, or Island Cove Red. Okay. Which is a beer I like. Right. So I. I understand bringing your own growler because I bring my own growler all the time to this fucking place, right? So I walk in with an empty growler and they always clean it out first because they do. They, yeah, they have that upside down rinse usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which would be the same thing they're going to have at Starbucks. Yeah, that actually might just be a good, have a, a like a quick rinse station, you yeah. know, hit it with hot water and if it doesn't do that, that's on you. So, but the reason I put this article in here was do you think that the free market would actually, and, and by, what I mean by that is, do you think that the totality of the individuals in this country that are going to do business with a place like Starbucks are not going to have cups at all? Like, are you telling me that if you don't bring your own shit and oh, they'll charge you extra for the one that well, they give yeah, you? Yeah, that, that's what is eventually going to happen is they won't sell any type of disposable product you'll have to go in and buy the, you know, $15 travel mug if you want a cup of coffee. Well, they're probably going to make a cheaper alternative that's going to be like a $3, you know, like the the, right. the plastic cup that that you There can may be get something that like that. That looks like the Starbucks cup normally right. now. Yeah. So, I'm just curious to see if if we're actually going to see this work itself through. I just I'm I, don't, I still think they're going to have like I think 10% 10 to 50, I think at best, and this is at best. 15% of the customer base is still going to want their regular old plastic or paper cup. Well, I, here's the thing. As far as Starbucks is concerned, I think anyone who um, you know goes to Starbucks in any capacity is an idiot to begin with. <laughs> Why know? is that? Well, because they're insanely priced. Uh, it, they, their coffee is not good as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't even taste good. It's a burnt you know, it, it's just not good coffee. Not, that's not your flavor. It's not my flavor of coffee, but it, it's crazy expensive, not good coffee. And they it, it's like a totalitarian regime there. You know, I haven't been to a Starbucks since uh, the campaign trail in 2014. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have not. I, I essentially I, I don't even want to say boycott. Uh, you it, just don't go there. I don't go there because there's nothing about them I like. Okay. You know, and it started with uh, when we were hanging out at Starbucks and, you know, spending a lot of money because you, you sit there, you have a, like an $8 coffee and then you get a, you know, $12 scone or some damn thing. Yeah. So you're, you're sitting and we're, you know, like between stops using the Wi-Fi and uh, I would go outside to smoke and like I would go like off around uh, far away from the entrance and all that. And the one manager came out and said, no, you can't even smoke on our property, not even on our parking lot. You go out to the street. <laughs> and it was like, that was the final straw for me. It's like, I'm never going back to another Starbucks again. Yeah. You know, just it's never going to happen. And pretty much after, that's when I, I, I banned it. That was the one time 
I issued an executive order <laughs> on the camp, to the campaign stop. Oh, yeah, I remember is this. Is that there will be no stopping at Starbucks on any of my campaign stops. Yeah, yeah. Ever. You broke Daniel's heart with that <laughs> I one. I did, I did, yeah. But, well, we gave her IHOP, so. <laughs> yeah. So she had IHOP to, to fall back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which was a, a much more... Um, you know, uh, a free and uh, equal uh, type of restaurant than Starbucks. Yes. But yeah, not a fan. All right. All right. So, okay, we're done with that story. There's another story. Again, we didn't get to any of the Ukraine stuff. We'll get Ukraine in hour number two. Yeah, pretty much. We'll, we'll cover that hour number two. However, I wanted to And go- if you'd like to hear our uh, continuing takes on the uh, craziness that's going on in uh, Ukraine, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. You get the second hour of the show. You get a whole bunch of swag, uh, including... Uh, a anarchist guild coin uh this is not a bomb duffel bag and uh, a copy of the cassandra trigger Mm -hmm. uh some other stuff as well so sign up it's not all that expensive you get a whole lot more content and a bunch of stuff all right continue your thought all right so uh justice for juicy is entered a new phase (laughs) juicy (laughs) is that so jesse jesse smollett yeah jesse smollett juicy smollett (laughs) <laughs> Which, the famous French actor. I, I don't know why he doesn't go by that because that sounds that actually sounds. It does better. sound better. He yeah. should legally change his name to yeah. Juicy Schmollet. <laughs> right. But at any rate, so what happened was is that his trial went down. He was found guilty, and he was sentenced. Right. However, he was only in jail for a couple of days, and they released him. And the reason they released him is because he's you know appealing the uh, sentence, and so they let him out of jail. During the appeals, <laughs> this this dude encapsulates everything that's wrong with America. Like this one guy is everything that's wrong with America. All right, explain. All right, first of all, <clears throat> he's a rich and famous gay black man, highly successful gay black man. Okay, but instead of just embracing the fact that he's a highly successful gay black man in a country that gave him the opportunities to achieve that. Be rich. To, to be rich, to be famous, to be prosperous, you know, all of that stuff. Instead, he feels like he somehow has to be uh, a victim. Yes. You know? So the fact that there was nothing in his life that in any way represented him being a victim, he had to invent it. So he hired a couple of his, uh, you know, uh, uh, black gay lovers to pretend to beat him up and then said it was white guys, racist white guys, homophobic, you know, wearing MAGA hats, wearing MAGA hats, right, which was just the icing on the cake. Um, And of course, none of that was true. So eventually he was arrested and tried and charged and convicted of you know filing false police reports making all this shit up you know which he did um and he's hold on by the way he still says he's innocent of of course which he's not um you know the guys who did it came out and said yeah well you know he paid us and we (laughs) right so um now as he's in prison He's still trying to, you know, like make it so he's victimized. And oh, he said he, he's not going to commit suicide. He, he's not going to commit suicide right. like a crazy person. Right. And then wouldn't eat when he was in there. Right. Would only eat like ice chips or some shit. Yeah. So he's still trying to set it up like he is a victim because by the, the whole I, I won't commit suicide. I won't commit suicide. He's trying to play it up like someone's out to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just get the fuck over yourself, man. It, it's it's amazing that. This is so ingrained in his psyche that he must be a victim, that he he's still inventing ways that he's potentially a victim when clearly he's not. And then they, they let him out of prison to, to take it one step further that he is actually. That he didn't have to pay any money for. About right. It. He is actually one of the rich and powerful people that the rules don't apply to. But the reason that he's not getting in trouble is because he's rich and powerful. By the same token, the reason he got in trouble in the first place was he's trying to show that he's a victim. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just such insanity it's, it's all crazy. the way around. Yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy all the way around. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If this precedence, if this precedent, precedent, precedent. is set, right. then anybody that appeals anything should be allowed out of jail. Well, that's not all that infrequent, you know, especially in cases where... Uh, honestly, there was no real victim in this. Yeah. You know, so in 
Well, other than himself. But. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't think you can be your own victim. I, he's trying really hard. He's in, <laughs> well, he was in jail with his own fucking attacker. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. That's where he was victimized because they put him in a jail cell with his own attacker. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Imagine how, how challenging that would be. Oof, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's craziness. But no, I don't think that will set a precedent because it's not all that common for people to be released um, you know, on appeal. In in cases where there was, you know, it was not some egregious crime. I guess. Yeah. So at any rate, though, I just brought this one up because I just thought I did. I Like you, I, I do think that this encapsulated that so much wrong. I, I know. Like, yeah. look, <laughs> so reason, much circular logic. Here's the thing. The reason they didn't prosecute you to begin with that the that the um, the D.A. was willing to let this thing go is because you were already powerful and rich. Right. And they wanted to do you a favor but then they got caught because they were obviously not doing the right thing right right yeah like like <laughs> yeah, I know. like you should be <laughs> yeah. like you did and the thing is is you did this shit right let's not fucking you fuck invented around. all of this no, yeah nothing happened to you other than you were a rich successful black gay guy yeah you know i mean <laughs> on a show that none of the maga people watch right exactly <laughs> like you were not That's famous to them no no nobody in in maga world had any idea who this guy was none yeah uh, yeah not none <laughs> it's unbelievable uh yeah but uh whatever happens that dude he deserves yeah he's probably gonna get off man. he's probably gonna it, it, it's pro- yeah Give it another year of appeals. He's probably going to win some kind of. There's going to be some technicality that they're going to get him off on, and he's not going to spend well, any he, time in jail. And, and then he'll do the talk show money. circuit talking about how victimized he was by all this. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and you know the uh, the the talk show hosts will be like, oh yeah, it must have been must have been terrible, terribly trying for you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> how did you overcome? Yeah. <laughs> he's just a scumbag. Just a fucking scumbag. Uh, it's just hysterical. I. It just it all of it just. Nothing. This was another thing though it, that I saw. Humorous, and I'm just though. like burn the whole fucking thing down. <laughs> right. I saw this one. I'm like, just burn it all down. Burn everything fucking down. We got to start over. Like Adrian with the EMP blast is probably right. Like, like just get rid of all this fucking <laughs> right. shit. We're way too fat, dumb, and happy. We Expe- are. Oh, yeah. on. Especially with this part. We have enough time for one more. We do. Uh, okay. We got about three minutes. Okay. So they did a poll of Americans. And in the poll, oh, hang on, fifty-two percent. Wait, stop. Okay, hold on. Stop. Let's save this for the second hour because I. This really needs a deeper discussion than we can do in two minutes. Okay. All right. All this. Right, all right, all right. So, so save that thought. We'll start with that in the second hour. Uh, but instead, let's let's hit the Cuomo story because that is a real discussion, and you're not. You're probably not going to be coming from it from the same angle so we're going to need to talk okay, that okay, one out okay okay <clears throat> so hold that thought and subscribers uh, you you get to hear that in the second hour you fucking freeloaders that are listening right now that are not paying us you don't get to so na 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 go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage <laughs> you I can't have none <laughs> I got McDonald's <laughs> ice cream okay Cuomo <laughs> so it turns out that while the media was praising Cuomo for the lockdowns and how successful he's been, uh, he was actually fudging the body counts coming out of the nursing homes in New York. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. This is a not which Cuomo is this? Not Mario. I'm it's, it's Andrew. Andrew Cuomo. Thank you, the governor of New York. So former former governor, governor of New York. York. Uh, actually, he's trying to make a comeback. Oh you know, God. and now Chris, his brother, is actually suing CNN. <laughs> I mean, these fucking guys, man. The balls on these guys. You want to talk about a family but, tree that needs to get broke the fuck off. Oh, boy, no that's shit. Right there. But, yeah, Andrew Cuomo, it turns out that he was intentionally, uh, his administration was intentionally underreporting the COVID death numbers for if, the whole time while the rest of the media and the rest of the country was saying, look at how great the lockdown's doing in New York. They're doing everything right. We should follow them. I mean, he was the darling of the left during all this uh, the, they were praising cuomo and and it turns out that the the death toll there from literally their actions was far higher than it was anywhere else and once again it goes to show you that florida has been completely and utterly vindicated 
in the entire uh, <laughs> COVID world yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as far as they're So active. hold on, let me read this part of it. The 41-page report concluded that the health department often acquiesced to the narrative that Mr. Cuomo and his top official wanted to promote during the pandemic, sometimes failing to meet its its ethical and moral imperatives to act transparently. Our audit findings are extremely troubling, Mr. DiNapoli said in a statement. The public was misled by those at the highest level of state government through distortion and suppression of the facts when New Yorkers deserve the truth. There you go. And uh, the media was saying how great everything was in New York all the time. So. Punk bitches! There you go. Burn another, it off! Another reason not to trust them. All right, guys, uh, subscribers, we'll see you in the second hour. Everyone else, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>